Here's one. Okay. Do you prefer pen or pencil and why? Ooh, I prefer pen. Pen? Blue pens. Okay. With, like blue ink. Right. Um, I don't know why. I like how they, um, right? I like the smoothness. The, so and the smooth, like, is that considered ballpoint or is that considered oh, fine point? You know, no, there's... Not fine point. I like it a little thicker, but not as thick as a marker, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, thick with two Cs, not four Cs, Right, you know? sure. So <laughs> I also like how, like, you know, it feels smooth and mm-hmm. stuff, and there's not really much sound. With pencil, it's like... <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but there is still something charming to me about a pencil, and that's probably just the artist in me. When I write with a pencil, especially if it's like brand new sharpened, mm-hmm. that's, I, that's satisfying. Yeah, it I'm is satisfying, and it makes me want to sketch every time, even though I'm never satisfied with the sketches that I do. <laughs> but they smell the smell of a pencil. I kind of like too. I'm not saying I pick it over a pen though. I think I pr- definitely prefer pens, especially if you get like, I like the fine point ones. I like the ones that are all different colors and. It's like a fancy pen that you have for fancy things, specific mm, things. Yeah. Cause my supervisor has one of those pens, and he doesn't let anyone touch, touch it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm very protective of my pens that are like that. Because it's fun. It's fun to, to write with them, and I don't know. Sometimes those thicker pens for me, and I, I don't know how I do it because I'm right-handed, I smudge them. Oh, yeah. I don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. I had to learn real fast with pencil, actually, because I'm left-handed. Right. I have to, like, the paper has to be <laughs> perpendicular to my body or to my hand. It's so weird. It's so funny. Look at right-handed, left-handed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black, white. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. We are complete opposites. I shouldn't have done that. I'm and so, so funny. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of, um, what are we calling this now? (laughs) (laughs) We are working on the name, so here's what happened. We we planned a couple of meetings for the podcast and fell in love with the name All Things Considered, which is why you heard it so many times in episode (laughs) one. And then it was drawn to both of our attention, I think almost on the same day, that uh, NPR already has something called Called All Things Things Considered, Considered, and it's been around for many, many years, and it's patented. Uh, Or trademarked, or whatever it is. Copyrighted. I don't know. But um, I... That means we're out. Yeah. It would be best (laughs) for us not to use that. One, just for, like, legal reasons. And two... So if like we say, oh yeah, that's our podcast, they they're not like going to BBC or something like because we don't want. Come on, <laughs> very just different. To us. <laughs> so um, you'll see on a lot of the platforms that I shared with you guys, I was kind of calling it all things for a little bit because I don't know. I kind of am. I'm interested to see what people might have to yeah. say about it after yeah. listening to episode one and two because there, there's other people out there who are outside the box they're mm-hmm. not as in it as we are mm-hmm. so they don't they're just going off of what they first heard and maybe yeah. they have maybe you guys have an idea yeah so if you guys do have anything please comment yeah uh, yeah let us know because i might would, go with it <laughs> we might Meanwhile, bear with the change of the name, and I will eventually change the name on all of the medias. 
Okay. Um, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today. Yes. Oh, yeah. Today is Franny's episode. So mm-hmm. she's taking the reins. What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? We are going to start with what I'm calling a self-check. Okay. Now, the self-check is going to be many episodes. It's not just going to be like a one and done thing because, you know, to check yourself you kind of have gotta, to go in depth, yourself, right? <laughs> right. <I> no, no. <laughs> you need to uh, go a little bit more in depth. So, it's bigger than just what your favorite color in food is. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, those things are like really fun to learn about mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. and to share. Um, you're often left feeling, I think, unsatisfied and unfulfilled when you think that that's who you are. So, your favorite things, things that you love. They make up who you are. So sorry, you guys. Already burping. <laughs> <laughs> they make up who you are, but I think that you're often left feeling unsatisfied and unfulfilled, and you don't fully know who you are just from those kinds of things. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So I think it's about understanding you on a deeper level, but to order in but to, in, in order to understand you, you got to do more than once a year self-checks because yeah. you're, you're always changing. You're always evolving. And you got to be willing to explore. You, uh, you, can't, you can't be scared of those uncomfortable situations and questions that you're going to have to answer one day. Yeah. You have to address your doubts and your insecurities. I don't like this. And I think it's about... Honestly, and I'm so excited, and it's going to be my episode in the future, Perspective. Ooh, okay. I want to do a whole episode on Perspective, Mm -hmm. because for me, that's been a huge change in my life, so. Okay. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, that's exciting. So, do you think we should explain the five areas, or do we want to keep people guessing every week? Um, I don't know. It's your mini-series. So, the, the first category... Um, is is personality. Mm-hmm. That is one of the <clears throat> five areas that we're going to explore. So these these five topics that I'm talking about are areas of getting to know yourself. So your personality is one. Uh, your core values is two. Your body. Your dreams. <laughs> your body is a wonderland. <laughs> your dreams. And uh, what you like and dislike. So those are like the five topics. But I think when I first came to you with this idea, we were talking a little bit more on how that would might be better if we split them up to yeah. separate episodes. Yes, absolutely. Just so we can go in depth more for each category. Exactly. And that's what we're going to do here today, folks. We are going to go deeper into the personality. You guys can't see it, but I'm shimming like a mofo right now. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped. So, with personality, we decided that there's a million and one personality tests. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have never taken like Myers-Briggs or Strengths Quest, these are really really great personality tests and i hope one day we'll be able to address them with you because we've previously taken them yeah it's just a matter of getting our our old answers or finding a way to take them again because they do cost money right but they are so worth the money for sure Mm -hmm. because they really define you yeah 
But instead of spending money this week, we decided that we were going to save a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we started with what's called 16 personalities. Yes, 16 personalities test. It's kind of similar to Myers-Briggs. Because, like, if you look up Myers-Briggs um, <clears throat> results, yeah. it's the same answer, I guess. You'll, you guys will see what I mean in a second. But um, it's pretty much the same. I'm sure there's a difference somewhere, but... Right. This is free. <laughs> exactly. And it's, I think it's accurate. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I think so, too. And it's so funny that you brought it up because I took this a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so did I. So my sister came, and she was like, oh, my God, you need to take this test right now. And she had just learned about the website, and I hadn't heard about it at that point. And so she made my mom and I both take it. And we all varied. We all had different results, which was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and after sharing it with her, she was like, oh, my God, you are totally that. So it gives you like a code. We're going to go into detail yeah. and tell you guys what we got and what it means to break down each category because mm-hmm. it, it goes real in depth. But before we do that, Franny, I just want to pause, get real serious with you guys. Um, I wanted to thank, well, we wanted to thank you guys for listening to our first episode. I'm surprised that we got that many plays. Not like it's like a shit ton but like still something you know yeah so i really appreciate i we we really appreciate (laughs) everyone who (laughs) who shared the post who um will be sharing the podcast who listened to it thank you so much you guys we're doing this for us but also obviously for whoever wants to listen absolutely i'm 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 very, we, oh my God. You're allowed to have I statements though, because you and me are different still, even though we are doing it together. Right. So you're you're allowed to have I statements. I'm very appreciative of it, and I'm sure Franny is as well. Mm. This is awesome. It's fun for us. I hope that you guys are getting something out of it, even though we're just starting, but I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited. We have so many plans and, and so many things to address in the future. And I've gotten nothing but positive feedback from the people who have mm-hmm. told me about it. Like, yeah, my, Courtney shared it, and yeah. she loved it. I mean, I'm she so loved glad. it. I'm so glad. My coworker, I was actually just talking to him today. He listened to it today, and he was like, yeah, this is a really good podcast. Like, That's like, oh so God, good. Thank you so much. Oh, that feels great. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for us. And then uh, <clears throat> my mom. My mom was the first one. Like, she clicked the link and just went, dove right in. Hour and 37 yeah. minutes or whatever yeah. it was. And just just went right in. And then later on, she was like, you guys are so alike and great job. Oh you God. guys did so good. I listened to the whole thing. She had commentary based on, like, my scar and everything. Oh. <laughs> and so she was like, actually, Franny, I think you were only six. <laughs> And I was like, I don't think I was six, Mom. And she was like, "Mm, you were pretty young. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? That could have been a nice treat for you today. I should have had, like, my pants rolled up (laughs) so you could see my scars. Because I looked at them the other day. I was like, yep, they're still there. i got to show Franny. But, yeah. You know what? Summer's coming. (laughs) Jamaica's coming. Jamaica is coming. Girl, I'm going to see your knees. (laughs) You're going to see more than my knees, girl. So thank you guys. Yes, thank we you. we do appreciate it. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be strangers. Reach out. Say something about it. If you think we're wrong, or if we miss something, or even if you think of a topic that you really want us to go over, yeah. chances are we've already thought of it. Yeah. Because we're one step ahead of you. 
but (laughs) (laughs) we uh we probably will go over it for real yeah absolutely (laughs) okay so 16 personalities Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh it's like what a 12 minute quiz and it's questions like um i like to surf Right. And it varies from strongly disagree to strongly agree. Yeah. So it's like strongly agree, neutral, disagree, strongly? Or was yes. there one in between? So oh. so strongly agree, agree, neutral, oh, yeah, disagree, yeah, yeah. strongly disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there was like three and three and then neutral. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Yep. Did you find yourself clicking one more than the other? I was clicking... Um, I never, only sometimes when I, like, absolutely felt it, I clicked, like, the strongly side. Yeah. But it was mostly, I believe, um, like, right in between, the one right before strongly agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, I did a lot of stronglies. Yeah. And I did a a few neutrals, because I wasn't really sure where to go from that. But I found myself doing the agree section a lot more than the disagree. I avoided the neutrals, because I just felt like, oh, that's going to mess with my results. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. I think I I had, like, three or something. set that up that way. Because if you are neutral, then that's probably its own category. Right. Okay, so, yeah, what'd you get? So, my type is E-N-F-J. And I am a turbulent protagonist. Okay. My role is a diplomat. And my strategy is social engagement. Please, please hold. Please hold. Your call is Your very call important. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line. Your cue in line is five, five hours. <laughs> if you would like someone to call you back, please press one. Great. Somebody will call you back in the next five Five hours. hours. (laughs) It's so true, though. Yeah. I feel like we're having too much fun with that. There it is. Okay, cool. So what what are you? Okay, so I, you guys, am an ENFP. We're very similar. Exactly. I'm a turbulent campaigner. A campaigner and a protagonist. That's crazy. Walk into a bar. Sounds like a funny joke, right? <laughs> and okay. Your your role? Oh yeah, sorry. I'm a diplomat as well. Same. And my strategy is social engagement. What's Same. Yours? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we're like twins, but not. So let's what 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 the heck does that mean? Okay. Um, uh, the letters in the type code refer to the five dominant traits. Yes. So extroverted intuitive feeling judging is mine and turbulent okay so before we get into that so the five wait one two three four yeah five okay so those different letters so e n f j uh t yeah e n f j t and then i'm e n f p t so those break down into each um letter is uh mind energy Nature, tactics, and identity. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, we can go more into those. Um, the first one, E, we're extroverted versus introverted. We're Which more... is so interesting. Let's yeah, talk about right? that. Have you noticed in 
the you know, like the last couple of years for me it's been pretty significant. I have always considered myself an extrovert. I'm mm-hmm. always a people person. I'm a people pleaser. I want to be the center of attention. I thrive in those kind of settings. Mm-hmm. But within the last year and a half, I am so much more introverted. It's not even funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely it was a big difference when I I forget what test I took that told me that. But I felt it. I felt like I was getting drained by people and I just needed mm-hmm. my alone time mm-hmm. and I wanted a blanket and I just wanted to think mm-hmm. in a magazine or a book and to craft and just be be to myself. Yeah. Which is so unlike me that yeah. I was starting to feel like, am I depressed? See, that's exactly. That's the thing that I was thinking because I used to think that I was an, an extrovert um, even when I didn't really know what that meant. But then <clears throat> recently I do appreciate my alone time yeah. and stuff and it's like sometimes I don't want to go out to the party I always wanted to be out and like popping and stuff you know yeah but I mean it's interesting <clears throat> because if you guys take this uh this quiz it'll tell you the percentages right and so mine for mind is uh 53% extroverted 47% introverted I got which I thought was a little bit stronger. Maybe it was a good day or something, mm-hmm. but I got 64% extroverted oh, wow. and 36% introverted. See, because I was thinking, I was like, you know, maybe, um, I feel like, I don't know, I could go either way, obviously. It's yeah, like you're almost 50 50. So that, I feel like that makes sense to me. I'm just like a teeny bit more extroverted. Right. Which is kind of still weird. To it me. is. It, it's, it's weird. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It is. But that that's under the mind category. So this trait determines how we interact with our environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next is energy. So you can either be intuitive or observant dominant. Um, we both got intuitive. Um, so, yeah. We pretty much, like, I feel like, yeah, that's that makes sense. We can, like, yeah. feel the vibe, you know? Yeah. We don't have to really, like... It's like our guts leading us. The only problem I feel like with being intuitive, and it's not even really a, a problem, I guess, is you're often affected by other people. So your your intu your intuition, which mm-hmm. I got sixty percent. What'd you get? I got sixty nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I got. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I got 40 for observant, and then you got... 31. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like the more intuitive you are about energy, if, like, there's bad energy in the room and mm -hmm. you can feel it, you're, like, affected by it. Yeah. 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 So it says, um, intuitive individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious. They prefer novelty over stability and focus on hidden meanings and future possibilities. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, hidden meanings and future, I like always am looking for the hidden, the hidden meaning. Mm-hmm. And obviously future possibilities, I mean. Yeah. Just dip my hands in everything. <laughs> <laughs> All the honey pots. Hopefully, hopefully not like literally everything, because that'd be kind of gross. It would be. It'd be like- um, so the next one is nature. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Yes. Um, we both got feeling over thinking. thinking. 
Yeah, I, yep. <laughs> that, this was, like, my strongest one, my yeah. highest percentage. Oh, yeah. 76 for me. Yeah, 78 for me, and then the 22% thinking. 24 thinking. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They are more empathetic, or, no, wait, yeah. empathic. Yeah, whatever. Either way. And less competitive than thinking types and focus on social harmony and cooperation. Same. Yep. Yep. Harmony all the way. (laughs) And when things are smooth and they all cooperate, that's Mm -hmm. definitely something that I prefer. And I feel way more than I should feel. I mean, we had talked about this in episode one, how we're both empaths. Yeah. And you never really knew that you were one, but obviously this test shows. Right. Hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on just so we can get into the The deeper nitty gritty. The next one's tactics. This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. Mine was prospect prospecting versus judging. Okay, so read your thing first. All right, so I was um seventy four percent for prospecting, um twenty six percent for judging. I'm sure you guys can do math. If not, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> uh pros- prospecting see english is so weird is it prospecting or is it prospecting or oh. is it prospecting? we should talk about this in my perception episode Ooh, yeah <gasps> yeah perspective perception perspective <gasps> are they Inception. the same or are they different <laughs> <laughs> okay prospecting individuals are very good at improvising and spotting opportunities they tend to be flexible, relaxed, nonconformists who prefer keeping their options open. And I absolutely believe in that. Like, yeah, I never think that I am good at improvising, but I really am. Like, if something pops up, I'm just like, all right, uh, we're going to try this. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, we'll try something else later. But I don't really care to have, like, plans and stuff, you know? Whatever... Whatever happens, you know? And that's the one thing I think that makes us very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got 60% judging, which mm. sounds so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then 40% prospecting. So prospecting. <laughs> prospecting. You tell us, folks. What is it? Yeah, what do you guys say? So mine says judging individuals are decisive. No. I this this is one thing that I just maybe I was having a good day when I took this. Mm-hmm. I I I'm getting better at making decisions. I will say that. But I definitely I don't know if I consider myself decisive because I mean, unless this is just a classic girl problem. If you ask me what I want for dinner and no, I really I just yeah. don't know where do you want to go? What do you want? Mm. I can't make a decision to save my life. That is, I'm not trying to be sexist or whatever, whoever, someone's going to get offended. But, yeah, I, that's, I feel like that's like a girl thing, unless, like, you just know exactly what you want, you know? Because I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm decisive <laughs> in, a, in a lot of ways as far as, like, what do you prefer? Duh. Yeah. And maybe that's, like, the side of decisiveness that it means. Yeah. Um, so I'm decisive, thorough, and highly organized. I value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to spontaneity. Mm. I don't know if I prefer that, though. I like to be spontaneous sometimes. Although, I guess key word would be sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I mean, like for my birthday or something, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Don't tell mm-hmm. me for Christmas. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. And that makes sense because I like to be surprised. I'm easily let down because I have unrealistic high expectations and hopes. <laughs> so yeah. I I think, oh, I wonder if this and this and this and this is going to happen. And then none of it happens. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I knew. I used to be like that. I'm working on it. That's <laughs> that and then identity. Yeah, the last one's identity. <clears throat> this trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. Um, we both got turbulent. We right? did. Versus yeah. assertive. Um, I got 76% turbulent. I got 67. 60, oh. oh. Would you look at that? Okay. Turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. Yep. They are likely to experience a wide range of emotions mm-hmm. and to be success-driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. That doesn't sound like me that at all. That doesn't sound like us. <laughs> One bit. That's that crazy. is literally to a T. Wow. Huh? Turbulent. Oh! What? Is oh, that where it came Brady, from? You are on a roll. No. No. To a T. What is? No. Where did to a T come from? Protagonist. I am a protagonist. Everything you do right now ripples outward and affects everyone. Your posture can shine your heart or transmit anxiety. Your breath can radiate love or muddy the room in depression. Your glance can awaken joy. Your words can inspire freedom. Your every act can open hearts and minds. Wow. That's deep. You're Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely kind of feel super... Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's knock down our pedestal, guys. <laughs> who who did the who is the quote from? David Dida, D E I D A, Dida. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, I'm a campaigner. If you guys forgot already, um, and this is the quote: "It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for." And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing, it doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams, for the adventure of being alive. That is so you. I fucking love that. Yeah. Like, I want to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> that needs to go on our vision boards. <clears throat> yeah. The quotes need to go on our vision boards. Um, and that is from Oriah Mountain Dreamer. Oh. Don't know who that is, but I absolutely love that quote. That is like, definitely you. I feel like I get goosebumps every time I read it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, they're both very powerful. Yeah, they are. Uh, so now on to strengths and weaknesses. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll start with mine. Protagonist, okay. Protagonist, strengths. Uh, tolerant. So I am apparently a true team player. And I recognize that that means listening to other people's opinions, even when they contradict their own. I admit that I don't have all the answers, and I'm often receptive to dissent, so long as it remains constructive. Okay. So I'm tolerant. I am reliable. The one thing that galls protagonists the most is the idea of letting down a person or cause they believe in. If it's possible, protagonists can always be counted on to see it through. 
think that's me. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't like leaving a lot of people hanging. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't even like cliffhangers. <laughs> so... I'm always. I'm so I pretty, see that you don't watch TV. <laughs> I'm very, very <laughs> reliable, uh, charismatic, mm-hmm. charm yes. is totally me. Absolutely. Uh, popularity. Our quality as protagonists have in spades. They instinctively know how to capture an audience, pick up a mood, or pick up on a mood, mm-hmm. and motivations in ways that help them communicate with reason, emotion, passion, restraint, whatever the situation calls for. Uh, talented imitators they're able to shift their tone manner to (laughs) reflect the needs of the audience while still maintaining their own voice Mm -hmm. yeah that's me altruistic did i say that right yeah uniting these qualities is a protagonist unyielding desire to do good in and for their communities be it in their own home or on the global stage Warm and selfless, protagonists genuinely believe that they can just bring people together and they can do a world of good. Yeah, I see that in you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sure. Uh, I'm a natural leader, which is something I definitely knew. More than seeking authority themselves, I often end up in leadership roles at the request of others, cheered on by the many admirers of my strong personality and positive vision. Yeah. Those are my strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Campaigner. Campaigner. So I'm going to list off my strengths. Um, I won't read everything that's here, but I will go into depth if I feel the need to. So the first one is curious. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that I'm curious. I'm curious about, like, pretty much everything. I just want to know more. Like, I don't want to stop learning, you know? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Observant. Absolutely. Which is weird that it says observant here, but like intuitive and observant. Yeah, you didn't get that. I'm intuitive. Yeah. But I am, I can definitely see that because like if I'm here, if I'm like in a setting, social setting and I don't really know anyone, I pick up on like, you know, I try, I, I stay quiet. I think this is why I'm an introvert. I think that I'm an introvert. I stay quiet in social settings where like I don't really know anyone because I'm trying to pick up on like what you do right. and how you work so I can, like, find my way in to, like, yeah. you know, hey, what's up, you know, without <laughs> freaking you out or, like, you hating me. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> uh, energetic and enthusiastic, duh, if you know me. Yeah. I feel like the energy. Come on. Yeah. I don't have to say anything else. Excellent communicators. So yeah, I've noticed this within, like, the past couple of years that I'm, like, that's a big thing for me. I like, I, cause I feel like if you communicate with people, that's the only way, like if you're just straight up, that's the only way that you guys can actually like express how you're feeling, you know? And come to an agreement, a disagreement, agreement. a level playing field. Right. So all you can do is pretty much be, you know, vocal about what you're feeling and stuff. And if they don't meet you there in the middle, that's on them, you know, cause you did everything that you could do. So that's why... I think communication is just extremely important. Oh, you don't got to tell me. I majored in it. (laughs) (laughs) Communication studies all the way. So um, the next one is know how to relax. 
to a fault, honestly. I feel like that should be a weakness because I know how to relax. Like, I won't get anything done because I know how to relax. Um, and then the last one is very popular and friendly. Yeah. I don't know on that one. I've never felt, like, popular or anything. I'm definitely friendly. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the people who I do know or whatever, it seems like we're good. So yeah. I guess if that's considered popular, then okay. Right. But I wouldn't put myself in that category, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a hard word to work yeah. off of because yeah. everybody kind of considers it differently. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so weaknesses. Mm. Oh, boy. People with a protagonist personality type can be caught off guard as they find that through circumstance, nature, or simple misunderstanding, people fight against them and defy the principles they've adopted. So people apparently fight against me on the principles I've adopted based in any scenario that I get caught off guard in. I don't know if I understand it. Maybe you guys do. Maybe this is the perfect uh, example of it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, maybe. Hold on. People with a protagonist personality can be caught off guard. <laughs> this is this is the podcast us reading the same thing <laughs> over and over again. Um, so I guess like if you're you have like a well intentioned idea or whatever, and people don't agree with you, you're just like, wait, what? Why not? Why don't you agree with me? You know? Okay. Okay. I feel like that's. And I think that they're fighting me because I probably take it personally. Right. Let's see if that's. Okay. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's uh. <laughs> I'm more likely to feel pity for this than anger, by the way. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I pity you. You don't understand? (laughs) Do you know who I am? Do you see how high my pedestal is? (laughs) Do you even remember my introduction (laughs) quotes? (laughs) Number two is I'm too selfless. Yeah, I can see that, Franny. No way. I don't see it in the slightest, and I think I don't see it because of my diabetes, Mm. I think I'm super selfish because I think of myself in a lot of ways first because I know I have to take care of myself first before I can be my best self for anyone else. Okay. So for me, I don't know if I agree with this, but maybe it is I'm too selfless. I don't know. I bury myself in my hopeful promises feeling others' problems as my own, and striving hard to meet their word. And I can spread myself too thin. Yeah. I can definitely spread myself too thin. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Too sensitive. I am, uh, while I'm receptive to criticism, seeing it as a tool for leading a better team, it is easy for me to take it a little too much to heart. (laughs) I'm very sensitive, and I sometimes feel like problems that aren't my own, and I try to fix other people's problems and take them on my own, even though they're not mine. Yeah. I'm very sensitive, and I this is something that I'm working really hard at because my sensitivity and taking it personally mm-hmm. as is my signs trait. I am an Aries. We'll mm-hmm. get into that one day, but I definitely take things way too personally and I let it affect me and that's one of those things that I'm trying to overcome is not letting these things take me down in such a sensitive manner yeah so we're working on it 
Fluctuating self-esteem. Yes. Yes. Honestly, I feel like that could go with anyone, though, right? I mean, it could. Apparently, I define my self-esteem by whether I'm able to live up to others' ideals, and I sometimes ask for criticism more out of insecurity than I do of confidence. I'm always wondering what I could do better. Yeah, okay. If I fail to meet a goal or help someone... Uh, my self-confidence will undoubtedly plummet. Jeez. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I definitely see my self-esteem all over the place, which is a weird feeling because you feel torn. Mm-hmm. When some days you're like, yeah, I'm going to kick ass and I'm going to get everything done. And you know what? It doesn't matter if anyone likes it. You like it and that's all that mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. And I, I feel like really good and confident for a day. And then there's other days where I like look in the mirror and my skin's not perfect or uh, my outfit seems a little frumpy or I didn't get enough sleep and my self-esteem is just like, you know what? Tone it down. You're mm-hmm. not the shit. And I like will talk myself down sometimes because <laughs> that's it's it's fluctuating for you know, sure. You know what? That just reminded me. Um, <clears throat> I listened to this podcast and um, the girl on the podcast was pretty much saying like you have to talk. You have to remember like to talk to yourself um, like uh, when you're speaking to yourself, talk to yourself like you're talking to um, the five year old you. Oh. You know, because, like, you're very delicate and you're, like, the, you're a worst critic, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, on those days, instead of being, like, super harsh, just, like, I don't know, just got to imagine yourself as a child and, like, that's, that's who you're true. talking to, you know? It's, it is true. I think the hard, the hard-headed me is why I do that. Like, if I... If I get too cocky, Mm -hmm. because sometimes my self-esteem can turn to cockiness. And I feel like, yeah, this is no big deal. I know everything about it. I don't stop to, like, think about it, and Mm -hmm. I might embarrass myself along the way. As Mm -hmm. soon as an embarrassment happens, I will 100% knock myself down to, like, get yourself in check, Franny. That was too far. Just to, okay, I don't so, know if I do it to protect myself, but I do it. So next time that happens, <laughs> <laughs> try not to, like, knock yourself down too much. I don't know. Yeah. I, obviously, I can't control what you do on, in your brain. Right. But, like, just think, remember that you're talking to a five-year-old version of yourself. I'm not saying that it. your brain's immature, but, you know. Yeah. Just when you talk to yourself, imagine that you're talking to a little kid that you're, you know, you're coddling. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try yeah. that. It'll stick with me. Yeah. I I feel like I'm not explaining it correctly. I'm not saying to, like, make everything, like, rainbows and butterflies. Oh, but no, also, no, no. don't just, like, burn yourself. You right. Know? Yeah. A little less harsh. <clears throat> right. 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 And then the very last one. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, struggled to meet tough decisions. So (laughs) while I'm decisive, Mm -hmm. I guess, I'm also, if I'm caught between a rock and a hard place, I can be stricken with paralysis. 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 This is how you say words. (laughs) And I... uh, Welcome back to another episode of This is How You Say Words. Because we've already talked about like five different words now. (laughs) Do you say this or do you say this? Is it pronounced this way or is it pronounced this way? 
well, <laughs> our language is going to get better through yeah. all of this, yeah, for eventually. sure. It has to. I mean, you know, mid-20s, <laughs> late-20s, now. Now is the time where our English gets better. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, uh, I struggle with tough decisions. Okay. True. Yeah. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Okay. Okay. So, my weaknesses as a campaigner are um, poor practical skills. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to read this one. When it comes to conceiving ideas and starting projects, especially involving other people, campaigners have ex- exceptional talent. Unfortunately... Their skill with upkeep, administration, and follow-through on those projects struggles. Without more hands-on people to help push day-to-day things along, campaigners' ideas are likely to remain just that. Ideas. And I totally agree that with that. That is you. That is I totally agree. Because you, ha- you even said in episode one how hard it was to figure out your YouTube channel. Yep. And I think... We're doing so well. I mean, we did monthly meetings because we both know that we have to rely on one another yeah. and that we have to meet up and not let the other person yep, down. Exactly. And we're serious about this. Yeah. And I have like all of these ideas. I have like a notepad full of ideas for videos for the YouTube channel. Just haven't done them. I make keeping excuses for myself. But if I had like, I wish I could hire. Well, not even hire because I wouldn't pay them. Have an assistant <laughs> that would just tell me, okay, we have to do this now. We have to do this now. I would get so much shit done. It would be insane. Yeah. But for now, the ideas are just going to collect dust until right. I kick my ass. Kick my actual ass. Kick your ass. Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is finding it difficult to focus. And yes, I... Yeah, I just can't. I can't focus on things. Like, I had a really hard time focusing today at work. I had things to do. Like, not a lot or anything, but I was just like, I felt so restless. I don't know if I had too much caffeine or something, but I was like, I got to get up. I got to start moving. I can't (laughs) focus on this right now. It was insane. Um, (laughs) The next one is overthinking things, which I do all of the time. Yep. I met someone um, on new year's um and she was super cool and i i'm still thinking about our interaction today is the what the seventh uh-huh i still think about it like every now and then i'm like oh my god i hope that she thought i was cool like like it's the stupidest You're stuff like, like that other people aren't even worried about anymore i'm like replay 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 oh my god it's it's very annoying i'm sure people who are listening can resonate with that i'm sure you could resonate I can. with that yeah like Certain things definitely overthinking. Um, get stressed easily. Um, I guess. Oh, and it says especially for the turbulent ones, and I'm a turbulent one. I didn't get I that don't one. Know. I'm I don't turbulent, know. Yeah. but I do get stressed easily. I mean, don't get me wrong. I uh, guess well, I do. The... Yeah, that's a hard thing because yeah. I think nobody wants to admit that they're stressed, right. or nobody wants to like. Not not even admit, but, but they don't want to believe that they're stressed because right. they're like, you know what? I think I handle situations pretty well. I feel like I do though. So maybe I do get stressed, but I try to like, you know, I work well under pressure because that's when I, because I am indecisive. That's when I have to make the decision. So yeah, give me the stress. I'm going to get stressed, but I yeah. will probably handle it fairly okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Highly emotional is the next one. 
Um, while emotional expression is healthy and natural, with campaigners even viewing it as a core part of their identity, it can come out strongly enough to cause problems for this personality type, particularly when under stress, criticism, or conflict, campaigners can exp <laughs> campaigners can experience emotional bursts that are counterproductive at best. Um. Maybe. I shut down a lot. Yeah. I shut down, definitely. So, yeah, that doesn't help with the situation because I'll just shut down for, like, a solid... I, I think I shut down because if I don't shut down, I'm going to, like, react poorly. Yeah. Um. So It I, might be, like, a protectant. Yeah. Yeah. I try to shut down, compose myself, think of it, and then when I'm ready to, like... Attack. Not even attack, but, like, when I'm ready to <laughs> express exactly what I'm feeling without, like, hurting someone, that's when I'll go back to the issue. Right. Because I don't want to lash out on someone, have them never forgive me, because I didn't know how to keep my emotions in check, you know? Yeah. So I just, like... I just shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. I just shut down. it down. <laughs> and then the last one is independent to a fault. Ooh, I'm going to read this one because I saw a word that I hate. Uh, <laughs> campaigners loathe being micromanaged and restrained by heavy-handed rules. Yes. I hate <laughs> that. Sorry, guys. I hate that. Um, they want to be seen as highly independent masters of their own fates, even possessors of an altruistic wisdom that goes beyond draconian law. The challenge for campaigners is that they live in a world of checks and balances, a pill they're not happy to swallow. Hmm. What? <laughs> what, are they, what are they saying right now? I don't know. But. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I don't, I don't like being micromanaged either, but oh, yeah. I am a leader, I so. I hate that. So next up, we've got romantic relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Protagonists don't need much to be happy. They just need to know that their partner is happy and for their partner to express that happiness through a visible affection. True. Okay. Okay. Uh, I should keep in mind that sometimes the only thing that's wrong is being asked what's wrong too often, <laughs> which is something that I very often get annoyed. He gets very annoyed with me when I... Because you ask him that a lot? What's wrong? What's the matter? What's wrong? Is everything okay? No, you were fine like an hour ago. Are you sure nothing's wrong? Why don't you tell me what's wrong? I can oh tell that your visible happiness is not there through your affection. So what is wrong? Oh my God, Franny! I know <laughs> it's it's um it's a a weakness. And protagonist personality types believe that the only true happiness is mutual happiness, okay. and that's the stuff successful relationships are made of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So you just did the your first yeah um, paragraph. Okay. So oh, no, that's all of mine. Oh dang. Okay. Yeah, I just stole a few. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I forgot you you were doing that. Um, I'm just gonna do the first paragraph of mine. 
the campaigner. When it comes to relationships, there's hardly anyone around who is more excited than campaigners to share with their partner the bounty of ideas and eye-opening experiences that life has to offer. I believe that. I love conversations like that. For people with the campaigner personality type, relationships are a joyous process of mutual exploration and imagination, a chance to connect with another soul. Campaigners take their relationships seriously and are known for their uninhibited and unshakable devotion to the people uh, to whom they've committed their hearts. And I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. I do too. All right. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to friendships. Friends. Protagonists will put active effort into maintaining these connections, viewing them as substantial and important, not something to let slip away through laziness and inattention. Mm. I always got to feel connection. (laughs) Always. Yeah. People with a protagonist personality type take genuine pleasure in getting to know other people and have no trouble talking with people of all types and modes of thought. And nothing makes a protagonist happier than to see the people they care about do well, and they are more than happy to take their own time and energy to help make that happen. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I see that. Me too. (laughs) Okay. So, for campaigner, um, as friends, campaigners are cheerful and supportive, always sharing and developing ideas and staying open-minded, taking in others' thoughts and feelings. This warmth and sincerity makes people with the campaigner personality type masters of drawing people out of their shells, and as a result, they tend to have a huge circle of friends. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or whatever, but I do feel like sometimes I can have someone come out of their shell, but that's only if they're like willing, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's only if they're willing. Because there are some people that just, you know, they just won't budge, which is fine, whatever. Remember, they're not my people, and that's that's okay. okay. Yes. We're working Uh, on it. We're working, guys. (laughs) God. Okay. All right, so we're going to skip parenthood. Yeah. No, we're not moms yet. We're not moms. We're, we're pet parents, but yeah, that's different. that's totally different. Career paths. Mm-hmm. When it comes to finding a career, the protagonist personality type casts their eyes towards anything that lets them do what they love most. Helping other people. <laughs> Which is yeah. definitely, definitely true. Don't worry when you are not recognized, but strive to be worthy of recognition. That is definitely me to a T when it comes to that. So, um, the, the next part has to do with careers, like mm-hmm. ones that might be fitting yeah, for yeah. me. And they are social and religious work. <laughs> I could totally see you as a Pope. <laughs> Teaching. <laughs> no? No. Counseling, which I did consider, but here's the problem with counseling. Um, there's a, I think there's like a 90-10 rule with counseling. 
your patients only know 10% of you, but you know at least oh, 90. I see. And that would never happen. Yeah. They would know way too much about me because I'm an empath. Yeah. So that's how I would relate. And yeah. I would want them to know how much I relate and how right. happy I can make them. Right. I know how you're feeling. Yeah. And I would share way too much. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, it's weird. I, can't I feel like I'm any. your therapist Right. Now. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, advising all of all sorts are popular avenues, giving people with the protagonist personality type a chance to help others learn, grow, and become more independent. Yeah. 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 So uh, my job is, my my dream path is helping people. The, the podcast. Right? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. That's exactly what I was thinking. We're here. Yeah. We are here. We have arrived or you have arrived. Okay. So the campaigner career path, um, it starts off with a quote. Can I fly a helicopter and be an oceanographer who writes songs and cooks? Wow. <laughs> it's a big world out there, perhaps even a little too big. Campaigners are fascinated by new ideas, both in terms of developments in fields they are already familiar with and when new subjects come along. The trick for people with campaign or personality type is to take advantage of this quality. This wonder with the... Oh my god. English. This is how English works. Okay. This is how you say words. This, oh yeah, that's what it is. See? Mm-hmm. Can't even get those words right. <laughs> okay. Um, oh no, where did I... I lost it. Okay, campaigners are fascinated by new ideas, both in terms of developments in fields they are already familiar with and when new subjects come along. The trick for people with a campaigner personality type is to take advantage of this quality, this wonder with a magnificent breadth and detail in the world, and to use it to propel themselves further and deeper than others are willing or able to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely see myself interested in multiple things that do not come together. (laughs) So, I don't know. But um, a few different um, suggestions that they give me um, are writing, journalism, acting, and TV reporting. Fun. Yeah. The only thing that really resonates with me is the acting because, like, that's what I wanted to do as it, ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just found some more. This lends campaigners a solid foothold on or in any human science or service from psychology, counseling, and teaching to politics, diplomacy, and detective work. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Detective work, huh? I don't know. I see Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, it is. Never that is scary. That. That's too high stress for me. Yeah, that's scary. But yeah, I don't know about the whole psychology thing. I feel like I would just be like, oh wow, that sucks, dude. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's deep, and I feel for you. And I just yeah. <laughs> so there's one other little thingy I wanted to go over with all of this. So we just went through all of the different categories yes yeah but the one of the main categories i guess those are all subcategories uh is diplomats i wanted to kind of go yeah okay and we're both diplomats so perfect diplomats advocates mediators protagonists and campaigners Mm -hmm. tend to be warm caring and generous individuals 
Shining in Diplomacy and Counseling. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, these personality types promote cooperation and harmony. And yes. they only discord only as a step towards positive change. Okay, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's as if they have a full set of tuning forks in their hearts and can resonate with people's emotional states. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this empathetic sensitivity creates deep connections with others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is not as mystical as it can seem. Hmm. So we deeply value understanding and a lifetime of self-reflection, and it grants us insight to others' motivations that they might not even understand themselves. Mm -hmm. Diplomats can use this to shape the way others feel, but it would be out of character for them to use this ill. Yeah, like it's manipulating people. Yeah. 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 Diplomats people's skills nurture friendship and healing with pure, genuine empathy. Causing distress feels to them like wounding their own psyche. Mm Mm-hmm. And they prefer to gently nudge loved ones and strangers yes. alike in a positive right. direction. Right. Yeah. The intuitive trait plays a big part in optimism. Um, it also makes diplomats sensitive to injustice of the world to jeopardize, that jeopardize their ideal world. Yeah. Um, they can be aggressive against forces they perceive as evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sensitive emotions may flare out right combativeness if provoked with self-righteous momentum and weighty ideals these personality types can steamroll others apparently we're steamrollers interesting when provoked okay i mean okay sure yeah i've never experienced that but okay i don't think i have either i mean i don't remember steamrolling anyone I don't remember walking past someone and then turning around and they're flat on the ground. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Imagine? I'm sorry. <laughs> like a garden, a gardener planting in fertile earth, diplomats seed the world around them with progressive change and gentle beauty. I'm going to spread my seed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but for real. says they have a conviction to serve a greater good motivated by intangible rewards felt in the heart and the yeah soul. i love that i love that warm fuzzy feeling oh me too i always say this and it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing to say but i always feel if i wasn't a human you know like what what role would you take mm-hmm. i would be light i was just thinking the sun yeah. Because that's exactly how I feel when, like, because I say that the sun is my best friend and, like, whenever she's out and, like, she's shining down on me, I just feel, like, so warm and happy. It's like she's hugging me, like, hey, girl, everything's okay. I'm like, I know, girl, thank you. I just, I like to associate my soul with light. Like, I, yeah. I want to give light and awareness and, and eye-opening ideas and perspectives mm-hmm. to other people yeah yeah i like that me too i like that a lot this so, is, yeah i like i like this test i feel like it was a good test yeah i think it is definitely deep i mean obviously and there's a ton of categories we didn't even go over mm-hmm. with you guys yeah because otherwise we would be 
here forever. Which we've already been here for probably longer than we anticipated. Yeah, maybe. But um, let us know if you guys do take this test. Let us know what you guys get and how you think your results resonate with you yeah. as a whole person. Um, because, yeah, we're curious. Don't be afraid to comment. No. We will read them. We will read them. <laughs> I want people to comment. Yeah. I want people to email. I want people... Yes. Everything. I Because, I mean, we're, we thrive off of people. Yeah. And that's my whole thing. Yep. As a protagonist. Yep. I'm doing this for you guys. <laughs> okay. So now we're on to our selfish corner. Yes. So the selfish corner is where I um, give out advice or... Not necessarily advice. I give a suggestion on like maybe how to relax or how to take care of yourself. Because the selfish corner isn't to like be selfish in a terrible way. It's more of like a self-care corner. But I like calling it the selfish corner. Because it's like selfish? What? But you know. it's like it's Yeah, right? You're listening, right? 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 Hello? Uh, Hello? (laughs) Okay. So, Franny got me oh my god she got me a modern guide to ancient self-care for christmas and i'm in love even though i just opened it up so i decided to take a breathing exercise out of this book and we're gonna do it all together um so since you know it's the winter i don't know if you live in a place that is super cold right now um but we do uh, <laughs> it's, it's not super cold yet but yeah it's gonna, it's gonna get, get there so this yeah. is definitely gonna come in handy so this breathing exercise is called the bostrica or bellows um it's called um the heating breath so this is going to build some heat in the body um and if you need a reset or need to like get some more warmth if you're cold that'll do that for you and it'll give you some mental clarity Ooh, as I'm well, excited, so e- I, I'm always like mm-hmm. tense yeah. because I'm so cold. Yeah, me too. So even, but even if you don't need the warmth, this might give you some mental clarity. So try this along with us. This is going to be our first time doing it too. So find a comfortable seat, breathing normally as you get centered. Begin breathing through your diaphragm by expanding your belly on the inhale and bringing your navel to your spine on the exhale. So everyone, let's just practice that for a second. Make sure you're sitting down in a comfortable seat. Do you want me to talk like this, like a yoga teacher? Somehow it's like really comforting at yoga. <sighs> it's not yoga. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so all right. So breathing with your diaphragm. When you breathe in, your belly should go out. And if, and if you guys are still confused on, like, what your diaphragm is, you'll be able to feel it. If you're purposely expanding when you're inhaling, you feel it, like, right underneath your rib cage, right above, like, where your intestines start or your stomach or whatever. You can feel it expanding. And it's so weird because when you think of breathing in, people often think that their stomach goes in with their breath. Yeah, but it's, but it's supposed to be the opposite. Yep. yep. Okay. If you don't have it down yet, pause, because we're moving on. Good luck to you. (laughs) All right. So breathing only through your nose, make your inhales and exhales more forceful 
and of equal length. Do this for 10 counts. I'm going to have you do it. Okay. So start off with step one. And then whenever you're comfortable, move to step two. Hot. You're hot, okay. And then it says after that, breathe normally and do it for one more round, increasing your count if you are experienced and if it's desired. So the first round, you should already be feeling something. Franny, you're feeling something? Yeah. Yeah. No, so the first, I feel like that first section is to relax, to center you, mm -hmm. to just kind of calm you down. Mm -hmm. And then the second part is a little bit more mental. Like you kind of have to force yourself to breathe like that. Kind of like when you go to the doctor and yeah. you okay, four deep breaths. Yeah. And you have the stethoscope on your back. And yeah. You're like, Good Lord, this is hard. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it's kind of like that because it's, it's 10 equal breaths, but you at least get a full breath in and a full breath out. Mm -hmm. I probably went a little faster than I needed to go. Um, but I also have a, a heater in here yeah. where and it's like a thousand degrees already. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like rolling my sleeves up. <laughs> That's good that it works though. That's awesome. But like, I mean, I guess like you mentally having to like focus on those 10 breaths oh, is yeah. probably the it mental takes, clarity there. Yeah, exactly. You know? It takes you out of yeah. whatever you're thinking, doing, because you're, you're focusing on breathing, yeah. especially as the first time doing the right. exercise. You're right. like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, so then, yeah, just keep doing that, you guys, until you're warm enough or you have the clarity that you need. Um, I feel like that's great meditation as well. It if is. you don't know where to start with meditation and you want to get into that, just start with that breathing exercise. Um, yeah, but that's all I got for this week <laughs> for Selfish Corner. That was a good one. Yeah, I'm that was great, right? I'm to see what else you find in that book. Yeah, me too. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so, well, this is about where we wrap things up. Uh, we kind of already went over listener feedback um, earlier. We did get quite a few handfuls of listens and yeah. a few likes and a few shares. Not many subscribers. That's okay. Um, There's, they might still be warming up yeah, to us, you know? episode one. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, so if you're one of those people who listened to episode one and you're back and you're still here listening to us right now and you're digging us, because I'm sure we're digging you, um, you should subscribe <laughs> to us wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. Um, As you saw, I shared it on everything um, when you submit a podcast to Anchor, it pretty much goes out to a bunch of different places. Mm -hmm. We're on Spotify. Soon we'll be on Apple Podcasts. We are waiting for them to just uh, finish the review process. Yeah. Google Podcasts, right? We're on Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Podcasts, or Radio Cast or something. Okay. And then um, we're also on... SoundCloud? SoundCloud. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So what is it? All Things? Yeah, it's it's called All Things on Anchor, so you should be able to find it all there. Okay. Um, I did start an Instagram page for All Things Considered. Okay. Um, I think it's called at All Things Considered Pod Two or something like this. Okay. Um, you'll find our cheeky picture there. 
And the link is always in the bio where there's one place you can at least listen to it. And if you can't, if you're having trouble still with all of the different locations, just reach out. Yeah. Send me a a message, a a DM, and I will go ahead and give you the links that you need. Right. And if you guys have a certain app that you use that you prefer, let us know. Maybe we'll see if we can uh, put it out on that platform too. You know? Yeah. It should be. Um, But yeah. With that being said, episode two is a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. And uh, we'll continue continue going forward down that list. I think, though, next week we're kind of veering off the list that we just kind of talked about, which is okay because it's love languages. Ooh, yes. We're going to be talking about love languages. I'm super excited to do that. I am, too. That's, like, one of my favorite things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. You guys are in for a treat. Get your chocolates ready because, you know, love. Right. (laughs) Okay. February's coming. (laughs) Yeah. How exciting. Um, All right. All right, guys. thank you again for listening to All Things. I'm Franny. I'm Christine, and we'll see you guys next time.